York's number two sports show. The Rangers beat the Kraken 5-2. Rangers are on a two-game winning streak. It's good to see. And they win two games at Madison Square Garden before heading off on a uh, West Coast trip, which will include games against Vegas, Los Angeles, Anaheim, and San Jose. And now the Rangers beat Seattle twice this season. The Kraken lost the previous game to the Penguins. So their long winning streak, I believe it was at nine, was snapped. And so you could argue the Rangers kind of caught Seattle at the right time. But still, the Rangers were clearly the better team. The Kraken outshot the Rangers 31-23. to And Igor was really good, specifically in the second period with the Rangers up 2-1. The Kraken had chances to tie the game and Igor wouldn't let that happen. So another good game for Shesterkin. Capo Kako scores his first goal since returning to the lineup. Getting him back is, is really good. It really helps. Uh, and to put him next to uh, Crowder and Zibanejad makes that line a hell of a lot better and thus makes the bottom six a little bit more formidable. So they got some goal, you know, some goals from different places. Blake Wheeler, Blake Wheeler with a couple of goals, one of them being an empty net goal, right? So we're not going to make a huge deal about that. Eric Gustafson scored his first goal in uh, quite, you know, over two months. And, you know, so a little bit of everything. And... You know, even a power play goal as well. And uh, both teams were pretty successful in the power play. Rangers were one for two. Kraken were two for two. So both Seattle goals were on the power play. So Rangers got to tighten up there a little bit as far as the penalty kill goes. But uh, yeah, Rangers should be feeling a little bit better about themselves. Their record now sits at 28-13-2. And And, yeah, Rangers have been really good at home. They're 15-6 and at home on the season. And that is why you... You know, really should, I mean, just winning the division is a feat in and of itself, but for the playoffs, it'd be nice to have home ice advantage as much as you can. And sometimes I find that, especially in the NHL playoffs, that that can be a bit overrated, but with the Rangers and their play at Madison Square Garden, it's something that you want. And specifically, I'd say for game sevens, um, you know, but then again, that's, it, it doesn't always uh, lead to wins, but um, yeah, Rangers, Get off to a pretty good start. There was a line change for the forward lines where um, I guess we'll call it the third line is now Brzezinski centering Cooley and Wheeler. And the fourth line is Benino centering uh, Vizia and Goodrow. So those lines kind of make a little bit more sense in terms of cohesion where like that Benino line is a little bit more of like a checking, more responsible defensive line. And the other one, you know, while you got to be a little bit concerned about the other one defensively, like Cooley and Brodzinski, I think, have some chemi- have some chemistry from Hartford. And then, you know, Wheeler makes more sense there than on a defensive line. So Tyler Pitlick is also probably going to be back fairly soon and probably not next game. But I would imagine after the next loss, Pitlick gets inserted back in and it will be interesting to see who gets taken out. Right. Like that to me. There's a couple of candidates, but, you know, you'd have to think. See, for me, like, I would not mind it being Blake Wheeler, but I just don't see that happening currently. So it's probably either Brodzinski or I guess Benino. Uh, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just predicting what it would be. But anyway, Pitlick is a healthy scratch. So the Rangers um, are able to score the first goal, which they've done quite a bit. And um, 
There was a couple of penalties. One to Jaden Schwartz. He hooks Panarin at 4-18. Rangers don't score this power play, but Justin Schultz is, is called for delay of game at 7-1, and the Rangers take advantage of it. It's a power play goal for Vincent Trocek, his 14th goal of the season from Panarin and Fox. Just a beautiful, beautiful pass by Panarin where if you look at his eyes, they were not looking at Trocek, but he knew he was there. And it's a cross-eyes pass right on the tape of uh, Trocek's stick, and he easily buries it past uh, Drieger, the Kraken goalie. And so the Rangers make it one nothing there, but Barkley Goodrow is called for roughing at 9-14, got into a little bit of a skirmish with Tomas Tatar after the whistle. Goodrow kind of, you know, threw a little bit of a punch at his face. They call only Goodrow and the Kraken score on a bad play by Trocek. So what was originally a good play by Trocek, he just wanted to get it over to Keandre and Bjorkstrand uh, is able to bat it down in the air. He gets it to McCann. And then Jordan Eberle is easily open and buries it past the circuit. So it's Eberle's sixth goal of the season on the power play from McCann and Bjorkstrand at 1041. So Trocek, uh, you could tell he was upset with himself. Not a good play. But the Rangers, less than 30 seconds after, retake the lead. It's Eric Gustafson scoring his fourth goal of the season unassisted. So it's too bad. I, I thought maybe, um, I guess they, 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 uh, the official score believed that the Kraken gained full possession. Because if not, you probably would have had assists to Kreider and Zibanejad. But it ends up being Gust Gustafson unassisted. Good to see Gustafson score again. I feel like he hasn't really been contributing as much lately. So it's good to see him get this tally. And it gives the Rangers a 2-1 lead. And they would take that 2-1 lead into the second. And like I said, in the second period, Igor made a lot of good saves to keep this um, a Ranger lead. And then eventually, the Rangers score a couple of goals. The first one being Blake Wheeler. It's his sixth goal of the season from Brodzinski and Schneider at 12.32. So this was a shot by Brodzinski. And it was tipped in uh, by Blake Wheeler. Uh, Will Cooley was also somewhat in front of the net as well. But it's Wheeler's goal. Makes it 3-1. And then at 17.01, Kako scores his third goal of the season from Zibanejad and Kreider. Nice little touch pass by Kreider at the blue line. Gets it over to Zibanejad. It makes a nice pass. And Kako with the quick release. And that's key. Scores to give the Rangers a 4-1 lead. Third period, thought the Rangers played pretty well in the third. However, Keandre Miller uh, is called for tripping at 13:36. You know, Miller, Truba, I, I don't think that they have been, uh, not just I don't think, they really haven't been great lately. And they get a lot of ice time, five on five. I mean, Laviolette likes to lean on Miller, Truba a lot. And the Kraken do score on this power play. It's McCann, his 17th goal of the season from Eberle and Schultz. So all of a sudden it's 4-2. With, uh, you know, less than six minutes to go. So it wasn't over. But Kraken pulled the goalie pretty early. And at 17-22, Blake Wheeler gets his second of the night. Empty net goal, this one. And it's the seventh of the season from Zibanejad of Box. So the Rangers take a 5-2 lead and they win 5-2. So, um, you know, the Rangers, they, um, they win both games against Seattle this season. And now, like I said, they will head out west. And some of these games will be interesting, especially the first one against Vegas. Vegas is 25-14-5. They haven't really been great lately, but they are very good at home. They're 16-5-2 at home. Then the Rangers will take on a, a Kings team that has really been scuffling, and they're not so good at home. Um, the Rangers have already played the Kings this year and beat them. With Vegas, it's interesting. They have two games against Vegas in pretty short order because when they come back from this West Coast trip, the first team that they will play will be Vegas. So those will be interesting games. And then they'll play the Ducks, 
who they've already beaten this season. And then they'll play the Sharks, who they've already beaten this season. Both of those teams are two of the worst teams in the league, um, especially the Sharks. But the Ducks aren't very good either. So, um, look, going on the West Coast, like, that can be difficult. And, like, in the Sharks' case, the Sharks are de definitely much better. I mean, they're not good at home, but they're definitely better at home than the road. Um, so you just never know. But if you can, you know, get a win in Vegas or against the Kings, it sets you, it, it potentially sets you up for a nice trip, considering that your final two games are against the Ducks and the Sharks. But those will be interesting. And then after that, there's no more West Coast games. They already had their Western Canada trip. Um, so, yeah, like, that's pretty much out the way. Um, and so it'll be a lot more of an Eastern Conference focused schedule after the All-Star break, which will lead to some interesting uh, games. But yeah, it's good to see the Rangers uh, finding their footing just a little bit more. Uh, is it perfect? No, but it's good to see the wins. And, you know, hopefully this confidence can build uh, for these games coming up as they will head out west. But again, uh, thanks to Igor Shesterkin. You get a goal by Capo Caco and good contributions all around for the Rangers to defeat the Seattle Kraken at MSG by a score of 5-2.